Marco on the normal radio. Free weed. Free weed. Oh, yo. Danny Danko come to show you how it grows. You're now tuned in to Free Weed from Danny Danko on normal radio. Presented by High Times Magazine. See me, I say, boom, bam. Big respect. See me, I say, Danny Danko. Everybody, thank you for patiently waiting. We are back with episode 14. Thank you again, DJ Jacques and Winstrong, for that wonderful theme song. Uh, we're back with episode 14, and we're really excited. We're going to be, do- be doing a whole LA uh, Cannabis Cup recap for you. We're going to talk about the winners, some of the highlights, some of the gross stuff, some of the celebs that were there, um, and all the things that we feel uh, were successful about that event. And we got a, a bunch of other stuff as well. We're going to talk about uh, some cultivation things. We've got tons of surprises. I don't want to uh, get into too much right now. Stick around. You're definitely going to want to stick around until the end of episode 14. We've got a lot of great uh, exclusive stuff for you guys today. So thank you very much. Free Weed from Danny Danko, presented to you by High Times Magazine, BC Northern Lights, and Ontario Seed Bank. We'll be back. Hey, just wanted to mention to you guys again, Ontario Seed Bank is our sponsor for the show, and these guys are right here in North America, North America's first and only legal seed shop. These guys will give you free delivery on orders of over 25 bucks. So check them out. They're on Lakeshore Boulevard in Toronto, Ontario. You can drive up there from pretty much anywhere in the Northeast. Um, Phone number 416-255-5355, and their website is ontarioseedbank.ca. You can see what they have. They've got a bunch of TGA, uh, Subcool seeds. They've got all those uh, top 10 strain winners, Wild Rose seeds, Ontario's Best, and bonus special for free weed listeners. They've extended this offer another week. 50 skunk diesel seeds for $100. That's 2 bucks a seed. you got to mention free weed to get that deal. Even if you're getting some sub-cool seeds, mention free weed to them. Mention that you heard of Ontario Seed Bank through their involvement with this show. And like I said, they've got Jack the Ripper, Crazy Train, Cheesequake, Plushberry, all the great sub-cool stuff. They've got deals on all kinds of stuff. And they're right there in Ontario, in Toronto. So Canadian-owned and operated. Check out OntarioSeedBank.ca and give them a call. Tell them Free Weed and Danny Danko sent you. Alright, thanks so much. Episode 14, we are back and I am here with my producer, Mike Hughes, and we are talking about the 2012 High Times LA Medical Cannabis Cup that we just returned from. Just returned. Yeah. Man, what, what a whirlwind. I mean, that wow. Was, yeah, it was quite a success for us, a really amazing event, uh, especially for the first time. I know you guys probably heard Russ's recap on the normal radio, um, but we've got a recap of our own, and we're going to talk about uh, some of the, just some of the things that went down and some of the highlights, right, Mike? Yeah, man, there were a lot of highlights. I know we're going to talk about all the winners today. We're going to talk about uh, all, you know the stuff that we really enjoyed from the cup. Uh, for me, your grow seminar stands out. Uh, wow. Some of the great, you know, celebs that came through—that was really cool. So let's let's get right into it, man. Yeah, I mean, as far as celebs, I was I was pretty excited to see uh, people like Be Real from Cypress Hill roll through, uh, Flesh and Bone and Lazy Bone from uh, uh, Bone Thugs Harmony, Ro- uh, wrestler Rob Van Dam who represents hardcore, you know, at these events, and Adrian Curry. You know, she's always been very outspoken about her support for marijuana legalization and, and even Odd Future. These yeah, guys are, Odd Future uh, young, showed up. Young uh, group of uh, hip-hop artists who are really on the cutting edge of, of that sort of thing, as well as Creation, who... Uh, you yeah, know, you, you got a little starstruck with that one, didn't you? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, I got to smoke a couple of joints with her. You know, I gave her some bud, and you know, I just sort of respectfully gave her some bud and walked away. 
And then her bodyguard tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, she wants to smoke a joint with you. So I was kind of, you know, I was definitely flattered by that, and that was real nice. And, and It's not every day that you see Danny Danko get starstruck, but he def- this definitely <laughs> meant a lot to you, I felt. Well, yeah, I mean, his, you know, lover or hater, I think she's she's on to something. And, I, you know, the songs are very catchy. Uh, she's not what you would think of as somebody who would just automatically make be famous but she pulled it off and we talked about uh, our shared russian heritage as well and and that was pretty cool it was it was nice to hang with her and yeah, you found uh, some and everybody common else. ground with creation <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know not just the you know those people who you consider we we consider celebs but to me some of the some of the growers and uh, you know, Mel Frank was there. Yeah, these are the real celebs of the, the cannabis cups <laughs> yeah, where you have you know, mean, people Mel like Mel Frank, Frank Dennis Perrone, uh, yeah. Candace Haas, and some, a lot of the activists that I've admired uh, you know, over the years, Kyle Cushman, uh, my predecessor here at High Times. And, you know, just a bunch of people. Uh, yes, we're from Cali Connection was there. Yeah, and, uh, yeah you know, Aaron, Aaron and Don. From uh, yeah. DNA and, you know, just a, a bunch of the uh, the people who represent – not just Southern California, but uh, cannabis worldwide. No, absolutely. And, you know, just so uh, some of the listeners may not be 100% familiar with this, but we were in L.A. Center Studios. So this is downtown Los Angeles, and uh, it's this yeah. gigantic um, movie studio, basically. But we had the outdoor space, so it's like two streets and a park and vendors up and down, and it was just packed. I mean, mm-hmm. thousands of people in there, and everyone's having a great time. You could check out some videos at hightimes.com. Yeah, it was really amazing. It's the first all, well, not all outdoor, but mostly outdoor cup. And um, I'd also be remiss not to mention the amazing upstairs area that was put together by Maps. Yes, uh, thank you, Maps. Live painting, live music. Uh, a real cool, chill, psychedelic vibe that you could kind of feel up there that was really nice and they 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 went above and beyond to create a, a special space for the cup up there and that's also kinda, that's what i liked about this cup it had a little something for everyone you had the upstairs chill out space and this yeah. killer 400 seat uh theater with this gigantic uh screen that came down and then mm-hmm. the outdoor space there was uh, the vendor booths and then a medicating area and, and then the, the non-profit stage. area as well I mm-hmm. mean, people could sign any one of the or especially could just sign all of the initiatives in California that are uh, pending to basically completely legalize marijuana in the state. Uh, so they were there and, you know, California normal and um, Russ and, you know, obviously he was doing his show live from there, which was great. Just, we notably did not do a live show from yeah. there, but let me, let me it's explain. Tough. I know I said a little of this after the, uh, the cup in Amsterdam, but man, you know, Dan and I, when we're at these events, we are running around like lunatics yeah. and, uh, it's, it's a very busy time for us, but I think that we've managed to schedule some time in, in Denver where your growth seminar is actually going to be an episode of Free Weed. Yeah, I think we're going to try to do it. We're going to try to do a live Free Weed episode in Denver at the Cannabis Cup as the growth seminar so that I'll, you know, I'll be teaching people to grow. I'll have some guests on there uh, from the local area and maybe not from the local area, but people uh, to talk about you know, cannabis cultivation uh, at its highest level, hopefully, and we can do a, a live episode of Free Weed yeah, no, that's and, that's going to be great. But but tell everybody a little about your grow seminars uh, for this cup. Oh, it went great. It went great. Uh, we did on Saturday. I did my seminar, which is just uh, myself, basically going through a PowerPoint and teaching the basics. What I like to call the real beginner basics of growing. You know, photo periods and flowering t- times and vegging times and popping seeds. Some real basic stuff for the individual grower. Uh, the personal medical marijuana grower that just wants to produce great medicine for themselves but doesn't really know the first thing about it. You know, it's just delving into, you know, they don't know clones versus seeds or indica versus sativa. It's all those basics, I I, I hope, (laughs) is what that answers. And then uh, the next, and it was very well received. I mean, a great crowd of people, great questions, uh, and that was great. And But, you know, I've done that before. The other thing I got to do Sunday was to moderate a cultivation panel, uh, which also was just uh, really one of the highlights for me because I had Rick Frommer, who is the cannabis buyer for Harborside, 
well known from Weed Wars on Discovery Channel. Uh, I had Swerve from the Cali Connection, multiple Cannabis Cup winner, uh, multiple Top Straining Award winner, and I had Kyle Cushman, uh, who's a former cultivation reporter here at High Times and now has won some cups out west and you know is doing great for himself with and yeah, he and, really is yeah. and we're going to actually uh, share a little bit of audio from that seminar yeah. in this episode right yeah thanks to my friend Remy who taped the whole thing we've got it, we went almost 2 hours so we've got a ton of information and really the focus of the whole thing was uh, basically what are the differences between re- you know good cannabis and really great cannabis and uh the point being that rick rejects probably 80 to 90 percent of what he sees there we really wanted to get to the get the growers and the buyers together to discuss you know how to achieve triple a quality uh for the home grower or or for the you know commercial producer so we talk a lot about all kinds of in-depth stuff terpenes and cannabinoids and uh hash making there's a lot of interesting stuff so we're going to play a lot that. of people there so very well received and you guys yeah. are going to get to hear a little of that in this episode coming up in the cultivation section and then also in uh, upcoming episodes we're going to play a little more of that so stick around for that yeah yeah and uh you know that i guess brings us to the winners we should probably at yeah, least we should talk about these. the winners. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, this was not? quite a contest. And, it was a heck of a contest. Everyone's a winner. Anyone who attended, really, because uh, it was just beautiful and the sunshine right in the middle of downtown LA, uh, medicating to our heart's delight, which was great. Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, um, before we get into that, and I think what we'll do is I'll just uh, read out the winners, and then I'll let you. I'll get your take on on who won. You actually judged sativas for this competition, correct? I did. Yeah, excellent. So we'll do it like that. But before we do that, I just want to mention uh, we did give away the High Times Lifetime Achievement Award. And uh, it was a very deserving uh, person. Jack Herrer won the award. And um, it was a great moment. His son was there to accept Mm -hmm. on his behalf, right? Yeah, and Dennis Perone was there as well, who had worked uh, closely with Jack as well. So, yeah, that was an amazing moment. And, you know, I had uh, several opportunities to learn from Jack and, and... hang out with him at Cannabis Cups in Amsterdam and Seattle Hemp Fests and uh, even here at the New York uh, Million Marijuana March long ago before I even worked for High Times, 98 or 99. I have a picture up on my Facebook of me and Jack back uh, in those days. So if you want to see a young Danko, check out my Facebook. <laughs> now I've seen this picture. <laughs> Not you that don't that's about miss me. It. It's really, it was all about Jack and it was so great to have Dan Herrer, his, his son there, and a nice video that was put together by Daniel Cheatham. Yeah, let me let me say this. If you go to our website right now, assuming that you are listening to this before it is no longer true, uh, the first thing you'll see is that video that we played at the event to uh, give Jack his award. So go check that out, hightimes.com, the first thing, the Jack Herrer video. And it's a really nice sort of um, you know look at Jack's life and what he meant to the movement and all of that. Yeah, with some pretty heavy-duty people talking about Jack's influence, so that was great. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's do the winners. What do you say? Let's do it. All right, we're going to start with Glass. Uh, Third place, the aptly named Dope-Ass Glass. Dope-Ass Glass, Phil. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Good glass. Uh, Dope-Ass Glass. Uh, Second was Incredible, and first is Hitman Glass, Tristan Hodges. Yeah, Incredible took a bunch of awards here like they do all the time, and that's, I guess, just due to um, Mitch and uh, having a great product, and so congrats to them. They, they, I think they're at 10 or 11 total uh, cups now for products and booth and glass, so Yeah, and after Detroit, they definitely deserved uh, mm-hmm. a little and, love here. And Hitman and Tristan Hodges, I mean, Hitman, you know, is just exploding on the scene with the the. the Great equipment for, uh, you know, doing dabs and with high-end art pieces. Real amazing stuff like the Borch and, and other stuff. So that was good for them. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to E-Rock. Rest in peace. Absolutely. All right. So best product. Third place, Grassroots. Second place again, Incredible. Incredible again, yeah. And first place, Mama's Wholesome Grinder. Cool. All great products and... You know, tons of other great products were represented there as well. So it's cool to just see, you know, all the different booths and all the amazing products, array of things that you can consume cannabis, you can produce it, you can concentrate it, all the different stuff that goes along with uh, with uh, our favorite plant. 
That's right. And uh, best booth, it was a tie for third place between Maid and Steep Hill Lab. Yeah, Steep Hill. Steep Hill taking it. Always representing. Addy's acceptance moment was pretty interesting. He kind of ran up on stage and started doing an airplane spin (laughs) or something like that. Do we have video of that too? Um, I'm sure we we'll have to look into that. But yeah, we'll, we'll have to put that whole thing up because that was hilarious. And that was pretty good. Sh- you know, yeah, good, great for uh, Wilson and Addy and Anna Ray and everybody, David, uh, all those people at Steep Hill and Maid as well, man. Good shit, good shit, man. That's right. Great stuff. Great booth. Um, Hitman two. Glass took Hitman. second place and Incredible Hitman. took first. So there yeah. you go. That's best booth. Wow. Cool. Congrats to all the uh, best booths and all the other booths as well. Yeah, thanks everyone for participating. It was really, really an amazing uh, cup as far as the vendor area was concerned. They were jam-packed the whole time. Uh, I feel like anyone who was there really doesn't have to be convinced, but, you know, definitely if one of these things comes around to where you are and you're listening Check it out because it's it, they, these are so much fun. All right, so this is a fairly new award. It's something that we started with the medical cannabis cups. It's the CBD award for mm-hmm. top medical strain. Now, do you want to just explain real quick to people who may not know what that means? The CBD award. Well, of the major, uh, you know, cannabinoids, there's THC, CBD, and CBN, and THC is really the by far the most psychoactive. But CBD is something that works really well. Uh, for people with in pain, which actually isn't so much of a recreational thing as it is a medicinal thing. And so a lot of patients with MS, spasms, things like that, seek out high CBD strains because it actually gets in there and affects their body in a ways that high THC strains uh, tend not to. So yeah, we gave out uh, an award here for this highest CBD as tested by uh, the labs that we had. Uh, and this one, yeah. So this is purely um, an award based on the lab results. Right. The, the two labs that we had, right. they confirmed that this strain had the highest CBD, right? Percentage right. of the strains of tested the strains. for this cup. This was the highest CBD winner, uh, Katango by Unity Nonprofit Collective. So congrats Katango, to them for that. Nice. Yeah. And patients in, you know, near nearby to that area should seek that out if they're looking for a high CBD strain. Absolutely, yeah. and it's a great uh, it's a great award to add to the event to truly make it a, a medical you know event. Sure, uh, this is something that that should be recognized and uh, popularized. So. Yeah, it's a, the research into high CBD strains is is only just begun, really, and there are so many hidden benefits out there that uh, that's going to continue. And some of that even involves ratios of CBD to THC and. A lot, a lot of fairly complicated stuff, but it's great that, that that we're able to do that now, and that there's all these labs, you know, popping up. So, all right, well, let's let's get into the big five here: sativa, wow. indica, hybrid, concentrate, and edible. So, the winners for best edible, third place was Aussie Rock by Bud and Roses Collective. The second place, Chiba Chews Decadose by DPC Incorporated. First place, the Bang Medicinal Cannabis Chocolate 180 milligram ice bar by Bang Collective Zen OC. Yeah, well, I can't say too much about these edibles because, uh, <laughs> to be honest, I, I the only one I've even tried I think is the Chiba Chews, and that wasn't even at this event. So, uh, yeah, I, when I have all this work to do, I really can't really mess with the edibles. So I can't speak on them. But congrats to all the people, and I know that the judging. Uh, was impeccable because the judges definitely looked um, oh yeah they were well actually yeah if you can't speak to it uh one of our judges elise mcdonough she uh (laughs) she did a great job and she currently has a blog about the edible judging process and all of the winners and some honorable mentions up on the site so if you go to hightimes.com the first blog up there it's called eating my way through la uh pot food Mm -hmm. go check that out it's elise's article and you'll learn all about these uh great edibles yeah She's got a book coming out in April as well, uh, High Times uh, Cannabis Cookbook. So congrats Check that to out Ian. as well. Yeah. All right, moving on. Best concentrate. Third place uh, was Confidential Mix. That was a solvent list, and it was by Buds and Roses Collective. Uh, second place was the 310 OG Butter by Venice Medical Center. And first place, effing ridiculous OG Butter by Crown Extracts. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, again, with the concentrates, if I'm judging sativas, I try to stay away t- for, from the concentrates until my judging uh, duties are done for that day. But I did That's get to try these. That's very responsible of you. <laughs> yeah. I did get to try these, and they're all uh, 
obviously outstanding. There was a bunch, uh, something like 15 or 16 in this category, and all of it was pretty outstanding. I, it was nice to see a solventless win third place as well because that's a solventless competing with solvents, uh, you know, solvent extracted stuff. So it's good to see that solventless can compete and, you know, and buds and buds and roses again. I mean, they they're going to come up again and again as we keep. You talking, might be but... hearing their name in the next <laughs> couple of awards. Yeah, I mentioned I think on stage that uh, the buds and roses guys look like Michael Phelps <laughs> with all the awards. You did mention around that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hybrids. All right, hybrids. Third place, Platinum OG by Vivid Research Cooperative. Of course, a Kush, you know, is going to do well out there. Absolutely. And second place was Starberry Cough by. Buds, Buds and, Roses and Roses Collective. Yeah, Cushman. First, first well. place was Master Yoda by Cush Connection. Nice. The Master Yoda was incredible. I did get to try some of that. Uh, Starberry Cough, of course, is our own uh, Kyle Cushman. Uh, bred that with the, the original Strawberry Cough, I think, and maybe the Star Dog. But I'd have to ask him. We'll have him on the show again at some point, And we'll, we'll talk about that because he was very excited about that win for... Uh, himself and Buds and Roses. Well, let's move on to the category that you judge, so you should know the most about this one. Best Sativa, yeah. uh, third place. And by the way, may I just mention that this award was presented by Odd Future, so that was very cool. They got up there. Yeah, Haji Beats and Left Brain and uh, uh, Damio Genesis was there, uh, Jasper Dolphin, you know, all those guys. It was really cool. Mellow Hype, Odd Future, shout-outs to the Wolfgang and the Golfwang. That's right, and also I guess uh, Hybrid was given out by um, the guys from Bone Thugs and Harmony, and Bone that was thugs. really cool because they did a little uh, impromptu performance, I guess yeah, you could say. Yeah, they played a little Art. crossroads for us. They yeah. did a little, did a little of their their specialty uh, specialty rap, and it was great. Yeah, and they seem very interested in uh, playing a cannabis cup, so hopefully okay. we could work that out in the future. Cool, but, cool. Uh, Best sativa number three, Dutch treat number five by. Buds, Buds and, and roses. roses. Every category they placed. It was amazing. They really they got their exercise going up yeah. and down from that stage. And that was a great sativa, very uplifting high. All right, number two was organic blue dream haze by American Organic. Again, you know, when you're judging these strains, I'll remind people, you're not just judging the strain, you're judging the grower, and a lot of what you're judging is how well flushed um, this pot is, and 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 all three of these top sativas burn perfectly and that blue dream haze when it burns perfectly like that is just an amazing flavor and an amazing high number one the best sativa at the la medical cannabis cup was sonoma coma by happy little trees yeah wow uh to me this was known as number five uh everyone else who was judging sativas i think all had number five well above anything now just else really quickly to interrupt you um the, the this is blind judging right right so right. you, I just, you get just these knew numbers. that it was sativa who... and a code number right mm -hmm. so this was sativa number five out of my samples and it really did rise to the top this was the bag that everybody finished first which is a great indicator of how good it is uh burned perfectly tasted great even at the end of the joint or a, you know we did it at bongs vaporizers every which way uh possible so Ah, uh, the Sonoma Coma. I wish I had some with me now. Very uh, racy, electric, and very just uh, imaginative. You know, the, your thoughts and your imagination kind of flies on it. And so the, that's that's really what put it above and beyond the rest. Did you request Sativa, or were you given Sativa, the category? Uh, this time I just uh, kind of put in for it. You know, I, 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 it, it's always at these type of events to me a good a good bet to go with sativas because first of all I like I love sativas and second of all uh you you know you're going to be motivated to continue and get the job done I did indicas in Denver I had a great time you know I think the altitude and the indicas was a good combination well speaking of indicas let's move on to best indica number 3 yes kosher kush by magnolia wellness yeah great kosher kush uh, that's a dna uh, genetic strain and it's a great one. I found myself going back to the kosher kush all weekend long when I wasn't judging sativas. So that was great. All right. Number two, kosher kush by Buds and Roses Collective. Now, can you explain this to the people who may not understand? Uh, right. Two different collectives or uh, dispensaries right. entered the same strain. How does that work? Well, the seeds are available from DNA, and uh, they sell it at different collectives with different growers growing it out. But yeah, the kosher kush was entered you know, multiple times. And again, you're judging the grower, and you're judging the, the, 
the cleanness of the high and the you know the clean the cleanness of the burn and uh, yeah so well so first can, first place best indica at the LA Medical Cannabis Cup Doc's Cut by the Therapeutic Healing Center yeah yeah Doc's Cut uh, also a Kush I believe an OG Kush cut uh, our buddy Scott from uh, from Rare Dankness actually was responsible for that cut as well so congrats to Therapeutic Healing Center and Scott uh, and Rare Dankness who took best indica in LA and best sativa in Amsterdam probably be coming strong with some strains in uh, Colorado as well when we do Denver on April 21st and 22nd I would imagine yeah that's only a couple of months away Mike the cups are coming fast and furious they really are but yeah it was a great weekend all together buds and roses collective you know great job I think they won six awards at the show which was tremendous um I had a great time. I was out there for two weeks. Got to interview the Workaholics guys. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. Those guys were great. Yeah, we're going to have some audio samples of that in yeah, upcoming we episodes. With, uh, we hung with Mr. Marcus from the uh, adult film industry world as well, and he was really a cool guy and very knowledgeable about cannabis and very eager and excited to, to help out in any way, which was really cool, you know, because I think there is kind of a, a parallel between our industry and his industry in some ways in the way that it's perceived uh, which is very different from what it actually is, you know. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of crossover there, and a lot of the people in that industry enjoy uh, the marijuana. Absolutely. So, the ones with go. longevity enjoy marijuana, and the other right. ones might enjoy other things. But other things, yes. But it was a great weekend. Big thanks to DJ Jacques, your guy. He played the free weed song a yeah. bunch there. He DJed the uh, the the Saturday night party and the Sunday award show. Yeah. He was great. At one point, I'm walking down the hill, uh, and I think he saw me out of the corner of his eye or something, and he put the free weed song on, and it was really like I had a crew of people with me. It was like a theme song in real life. And, uh, and <laughs> you know, he, we he played it when you came and, up to present the Indica, right, too. Yeah, it was like Reservoir Dogs. And, yeah, when we did the presentation, he he, sh- he shouted it out. We shouted out the show up there, too, free weed, hashtag free weed, and at Danny Danko at Twitter, which was great. Yeah, it was very cool. So it was a great weekend. Thanks to everyone who uh, who helped make it possible. Thank you, L.A. Yeah, and I met some free weed heads there, too. So thanks a lot for coming up and giving us uh, the good word that you listen to the show. That's really cool because we just put it out there and then, you know, hope hope it sticks. All right. And also just one more thing before we uh, go because we got to wrap this sucker up here. But uh, we just got a shipment of something. Danko, you want to tell everybody what we got here? A shipment? A shipment, yeah. We have the, the stickers. Oh, we got free weed stickers. You had me scared there for a second. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, we got uh, free weed stickers are finally in. It just says free weed in a really cool font that our uh, our guy Tyler here created. And then there's uh, those tags underneath, you know, the Microsoft tags and the little GQ reader tag or QC reader tags. Yeah, very uh, simple, very cool. How do people get them? Uh, the stickers, well... Uh, I sell them right now on eBay for a dollar a sticker with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. Uh, People have already bought a bunch of them, so I'm going to keep doing that. People who support the show uh, as well will get some free ones, so... Yeah, Jake Bake, we're looking at you, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Definitely, you know, some free ones going out as well. But, you know, we got to cover the cost of printing the stickers, and we also got to cover the cost of uh, some of these international phone calls that we tape on Skype. So if you support the show, if you want to spread the love, you want to put one on your bong or uh, on your notebook or any kind of other thing that you got there, uh, buy a free weed sticker on eBay. Uh, most of the ones that people have been buying, I send them a little more than they buy and a nice note with on High Time Stationery. There you go. So contact Danko for those. And we're going to take a little break here. We're coming back with a, a killer cultivation segment. Yeah, absolutely. Without further ado. <laughs> Without further ado. All right, guys, stick around. Hey listeners, it's your host Danny Danko, BC Northern Lights out of Vancouver, Canada. These guys make grow boxes, they manufacture them from start to finish. They've got a grow box for every need. They've got nurseries for clones, they've got the mothership for mother plants, they've got all kinds of drying equipment as well. Give them a call, 888-236-1266, that's 888 236 
1-2-6-6. And you can check them out at bcnorthernlights.com. These guys are five-time High Times Stash Award winners. They've been on the cover of High Times. We've done articles on these grow boxes time and time again. They're really top of the line. There's touchscreen technology and all kinds of amazing uh, kits and caboodles that they give you with all this. And, again, they have a special deal running. If you mention free weed to any of their salespeople here when you call for a quote, they will give you free shipping. This is a limited time offer, and we're talking about a lot. That's, That's a, a lot. big deal. Yeah, I it costs mean, a lot things, of money to ship those things. Yes, yeah, it does cost a lot of money to ship these things. It's definitely in the three to five hundred dollar range, typically. So you're going to save yourself that money. And yes, these machines are uh, pricey. They're in the thousands of dollars. But if you've got money on your credit card, they pay they pay for themselves within a harvest or two. So really, if you just get those, get some seeds, and get growing within. Basically, two to four months, you should be paid back for your bloom box and you should be swimming in free weed. So check them out. BC Northern Lights, 888-236-1266 and bcnorthernlights.com. All right. Welcome back to our cultivation segment for episode 14. Uh, Mike, what are we going to start with? The strain of the week? Yeah, well, we have that great audio from uh, from your seminar. So why don't we do a little strain of the week, and then we'll do a little Q and A, and then uh, we'll play some of that audio. Awesome. Yeah, and that's really just a teaser because we're going to be playing more of that uh, on future episodes. I just want people to get a, a gist of what that's all about and how uh, hopefully that'll change people's cannabis for the better, which is really the ultimate goal here. Absolutely. So we'll get everyone started with that. But let's start with Burmese Kush. Yeah, Burmese Kush, the Buku, as it's well known. Um, this is from TH Seeds, Adam and Doug out in Amsterdam. Also, perennial High Times Top 10 Strain winners, uh, High Times Seed Bank Hall of Fame members in the first, you know, the first installment of that. And, you know, they just keep showing up with great, great strains in seed form which is amazing and this one actually won high times top 10 strain in 2007 it was one of the 10 chosen that year and i do remember it was one of the first kushes ever in amsterdam really that you know people from cali could come over and say yeah there you go that's the kush and so that was pretty amazing and um i believe yeah, it's, it, I mean, having that available in Holland was great at back at that time. And now there's a few other kishes over there, of course. But this was really the first to pack that cushy punch that people really were looking for. Uh, yeah, the Buku is the result of crossing an authentic Burmese kush that they had their hands on with the clone-only OG kush well-known in the L.A. area. So, as you might expect, the results of that are really cushy, if you know what I mean. Those dark green leaves, really light, uh, frosty buds, and that unique piney uh, fuel sort of tart diesel flavor that they have in the Kush family of strains. And anyone who smokes the real deal Kush knows what I'm talking about. It's a long-lasting, very euphoric high for, you know, for something that's indica-dominant. And, uh, you know, combine that with a nice short flowering time and that easy-to-trim profile, you know, just a great calyx-to-leaf ratio on this strain. So, yeah, Adam, uh, growing-wise, actually, smoking-wise, he suggests a nice ice, uh, nice clean bong filled with ice-cold water for the Buku um, and not so much, you know, big fat joints and stuff of it. And it's, it's strong enough that you really don't need that much. Um, it's up on the website actually as well at hightimes.com uh, as among that series of strains of the week that we've been picking up there. So check it out online if you want to comment on it, if you've ever grown it, uh, if you disagree or agree. Uh, flowering time of the Burmese Kush is seven to eight weeks, which really puts it in that nice indica dominant uh, range for something that's so flavorful and so covered with trichomes. That's, that's really amazing. So kudos to uh, Doug and Adam, I'm sure that Colorado is going to see, our Colorado Cup is going to see uh, some entries either from TH Seeds or others entering TH Seeds strains because they're just, uh, you know, they're really big out there in Colorado and California and Amsterdam. So congrats to them for just continuing their 
their domination of the seed scene in, in a lot of ways. All right, cool. Well, yeah, you could uh, get more information at thseeds.com and check that and all our other strains of the week out on hightimes.com. Shall mm-hmm. we do a little Q&A? Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with pretty much anything that those guys put out. So take a look at thseeds.com for more info. All right, cool. We got some questions from Twitter. We do have some questions for Twitter, right. and uh, if you would like to have your question answered, how would they get a hold of you on the Twitter? Well, it's at Danny Danko, no, no funny business, no underscores or anything like that, just straight through D-A-N-N-Y-D-A-N-K-O, and you can put the hashtag free weed. I'm hoping to see that trend at some point, so hashtag free weed all the way through, F-R-E-E-W-E-E-D. Easy enough. All right, let's do it. Uh, Hills Pharmacy writes, am I crazy or does living in a house full of regular plants keep the humidity in here perfect for curing in jars? Hmm, that's interesting. I mean, having house plants definitely raises the humidity for your apartment, so it's always good. It also helps just with the oxygen and cleaning, cleaning the air in the room, and as we all know that plants do. The thing you want to be careful of is introducing pests uh, to your cannabis plants through your house plants. So as long as you're just as vigilant with your house plants as you are with your cannabis plants, that's great. And if you do increase the humidity to a certain level when you're curing, you'll you'll have that slower dry, slower cure that really takes out that harsh chlorophyllic flavor and leaves you with just really clean cured easy burning buds that's got a nice white ash so you know the slow cure requires definitely monitoring humidity levels and having house plants in the room is always a good bet as long as they're pest free so hills pharmacy apparently you are not crazy or at least uh, <laughs> as it pertains to this question moving on uh, we got a question from our buddy jake baked 420 <laughs> all, right, all right number one fan um uh, Jake Baked asks, what was your personal favorite entry for the LA High Times Cup? And uh, that's at my cues, but I think that you should answer that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, although I was uh, judging the Sativa category, I really did appreciate the second and third place winners of the Indica category when I could get away from my judging uh, later in the evening prior to bed, the kosher kush really was what I kept going back to. And, um, you know, I had a nice little satchel of that and really just watched that dwindle as the days went on, especially as the nights went on, because it's perfect for right before bed. And it's really got a, just a great, great body buzz to it. So yeah, I got to say it was the kosher kush from uh, the DNA boys. DNA genetics. All right. Well, there you go. Hope that helps you out there, Jake Bake. They are all tremendous entries, man. We got some very nice stuff out in Los Angeles. Absolutely. Southern California represented hardcore down there. Uh, Our next and last question for this uh, Q&A. Eric Lewandowski writes, uh, what's the ideal temperature and humidity for Larry OG mothers and babies to be in? And then he writes, uh, he's growing in hydro, by the way. The mothers are under a T5 rack. Okay. Uh, these are vegetating plants, so these are going to be mother plants and uh, babies. By babies, I'm assuming he either means seedlings or uh, recently rooted clones. So, you know, you definitely want a decent amount of humidity. I think 60% is probably just about right. And as far as temperature goes, pretty much anything between 65 and 75 is good, you know, with 70 being sort of ideal, 75 is fine. Anything over 80 is going to it's going to affect you in a negative manner if you're not, you know, supplementing with CO2 or you don't have, you know, AC to bring that down. So, yeah, right about 60 for the humidity, 60%. And for the temperature, I would say meh, 70%, uh, uh, 70 degrees is perfect. All right, cool. Well, I uh, hope that helps Eric Lewandowski out. And that's our Q&A section. Why don't we go right to the audio? Why don't we listen to some of your uh, great growth seminar that you did that was on uh, Sunday? Yeah, this is the panel that I did with uh, Cushman, Rick Frommer, and Swerve. And I think we definitely got into some really interesting stuff here. So we're going to start with about 10, 10 minutes or so of that. And uh, I hope you'll stick around and listen to it. We've got much more of that on future episodes as well. So consider this a teaser. All right, check this out. All right, thank you very much, everybody. I uh, hope you're having a good time here. Uh, we have a very illustrious panel. Yeah, thank you. 
we have a very illustrious panel here. This might be the first time uh, that there's ever been this sort of panel. So I'd like to introduce to you guys uh, the panelists, um, starting with Rick Frommer. He is the buyer for Harborside, longtime activist uh, for many years, and the buyer uh, for Harborside, buying all the bud for the dispensary. You might know him from Weedworth <laughs> on Discovery Channel. And uh, I guess one of the best things I could say about him is uh, people always come up to me and tell me that I have their dream job. <laughs> but to me, he has my dream job. <laughs> so, which is pretty awesome, yeah. And we'll get into all kinds of stuff about uh, why he chooses to buy one thing and reject another. And I think it's really important stuff. Uh, next, we have Mr. Swerve from the Cali Connection. Uh, multiple Cannabis Cup winner, uh, you know, as you can see. <laughs> and uh, really, as far as I'm concerned, he's the one who gave Kush to the people, you know, because uh, a lot, you know, a lot of companies have do have Kushes now, but he really sort of took these lines that, you know, for whatever reason, people really didn't want, some people didn't want uh, to be widespread, and made them widespread, and I think. That's pretty amazing, and so, Swear from the Cali Connection, welcome, thank you. And certainly, last but not least, uh, we have Mr. Kyle Cushman, who, uh, whose career, illustrious career, is uh, too vast for me to go through all right now, and I'm sure he'll, <laughs> he'll reflect upon that, but uh, he preceded me as the cultivation reporter and editor at High Times, and I actually remember reading his articles long before I ever even worked at High Times. Uh, some of them changed my life, in fact, like the Organics article in particular, which I've told them before, but I'll tell them again. Uh, yeah, so, and uh, Kyle left uh, High Times to come out here to Cali and pursue the, the new American dream uh, and grow legally, and he's doing that. He's working on books and DVDs and all kinds of cool stuff, even a nutrient line, I believe. So, uh, welcome, Mr. Kyle Cushman. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, so, I guess I'm going to get started by asking Rick. Uh, I'll, I know I'll just give you the, this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, how much? How much weed do you reject? Or, I mean, I'm sorry, medical cannabis. <laughs> Do you reject uh, at Harborside? Um, hey everybody, it's a real honor to be here and thank you Danny and all the High Times guys for putting on what I think is the best domestic cannabis cup uh, that they've done yet, so thank you guys. Um, at Harborside, we'll see anywhere from 30 to 50 vendors a day. Um, we'll buy cannabis from maybe three to five of those vendors a day, maybe 10 if it's, if it's a busy day. So we reject somewhere from 80 to 90% of all the medicine that we see. 80 to 90%. So um, I guess what, what makes the cut? What, how do you decide, um, you know, what tools do you use and uh, how do you decide on that 10 uh, or to 20% that you end up just taking? Because the fact of the matter is you have a, a room that's already stocked with great pop, so you, there's, you don't have to purchase anything. So you're in the position where you're just trying to get the best, right? Um, yeah, we use analytical tools um, such as the uh, Carson microscopes and the Dynalite for visual inspections. Um, we also have Steep Hill's new Quanticam machine, which for those of you that haven't heard of, it's absolutely amazing. We can now do THC quantification analysis in about three to five minutes, as opposed to a day or two to send it out to a traditional lab. Um, so a combination of those tools and then multiple years of, of buying experience. I would say the primary things um, that distinguish truly fine cannabis from the cannabis that's not as fine or uh, things as uh, flushing, um, curing. Very little cannabis in California or anywhere is really properly cured, and I'm sure Kyle and Swerve would agree with that. Um, most people tend to cut and sell their cannabis within two to three weeks of, of cutting it, if not even sooner. Uh, it's, it's barely even begun to cure out by that point. So those are the kind of things when I'm making an initial uh, analysis of a bag that I'm looking for. I'm 
looking to see how well it's been flushed, smelling to see how well it's been flushed, and then uh, looking to see how, how well it's been cured. Um, uh, it brings to mind for me one of the uh, interesting sort of contradictions of the cannabis cup in a way that people think that you're judging the strain, but really you're judging the growth because um, you know someone can say, oh, OG Kush, how did, how did OG Kush get beat by Bubba or whatever it might be? Um, someone didn't grow it right, you know? Each one has the potential, you know, to be top-notch, triple-A quality. Um, it's up to the grower. And uh, so, uh, maybe Swerve and Kyle could talk a little bit about uh, flushing and curing properly. I just don't talk about it, I'm a current guy. Hey, I'm Italian and I don't talk about it, go figure. Um, curing, curing, drying, two of the most important things when it comes to medical marijuana in general, in my honest opinion. It can make or break, period. If you don't dry it right, well, you know what happens from there. You don't get anything useful and it's, uh, your medicine basically turns to just nothing good. Um, I personally probably dry and cure a little bit different than most people. I prefer a very cold, um, windy, lots of air movement, uh, dry. I dry roughly maybe eight, nine days at mm, something about 58 degrees Fahrenheit with roughly 38 to 46% relative humidity because at that point in time it's a huge I don't know, it's a not a very huge line, but it's a very small, fine line where you can literally ruin your crop in that aspect by molding everything because too high of humidity and too cold of temperatures leads to a lot of mold that well, is going to destroy, once again, your medicine, which does nobody any good. Uh, so like I said, I prefer to dry somewhere around 56 to 58 degrees, lots of air movement because air movement is king because you have to have your air movement, it's crucial. And uh, the cure after that, uh, you need to make sure, in my opinion, you got to really burp everything. you got to really make sure that you get rid of your moisture without over-drying it or drying it too fast. I think a lot of people's issues when it comes to drying and curing is they dry too fast or they, ironically, or they dry too slow, such as they dry too slow, they pull it down too quick, it's too fresh, it retains too much moisture, they bag it, they bring it, it gets musky because it's molding already from the inside out. And personally, I can't stand stuff like that. I find white medicine to be some of the most disgusting medicine out there, um, especially when a vendor is like, this is the most amazing thing ever. But you have to let it dry for like another week and a half. So, yeah, you know, that's not good in my opinion. <clears throat> Now, once again, if you uh, too much if you dry too uh, too fast, then obviously you lose all of your moisture. You don't get to the curing stage because you already have the popcorn, and you know it's you've lost all your moisture. So your cure at that point in time is going to be almost useless because curing is just essentially changing your sugars in the plant, and, you know, turning them. From where they were in the sense of uh, where they create such harsh flavors and flowers, you want to have that converted so it's a lot more. Even though he's going to really dissect this, because really, that's not my forte. I just know how to grow really good wheat and dry it really well. But this guy's going to tell you how to cure it and how to really like make things right. I am the uh, let's see how you say it, the quick bang so to speak, he is the man that's going to tell you the way to do it. So, we'll let Kyle go from here. So he says, he's very humble, he's a very talented man, and uh, everything he said is absolutely 100% true. Um, but I'd like to take it back a little bit to what Danny said about how uh, when you smoke some medicine, you're actually smoking the grower rather than smoking the plant. And I don't want to get too hippy-dippy on anybody, but um, 
matter the attitude that you take into your grow room. Uh, long before you dry your plant properly or cure it properly, you have to grow it properly. And part of doing anything properly, whether it's a sport or cooking or anything else, is you have to have the right attitude. And if you bring a really bad attitude into your garden, um, that's going to translate into your plants. So have a really positive attitude. Try to work on your garden when you're in a good mood. Don't bring negativity into your garden. Um, I think a lot of the reason why, um, why my plants happen to come out so good is, uh, like Danny said, I came here to grow legal medicine. I've been a criminal all my life living in New York, New York State. Um, I've been a cannabis user since my teens, and all my life I've been a criminal. All my adult life I've been a criminal. And so when I moved out to California, I really took advantage of the opportunity to give up that status and be a legal citizen again. And I found that um, that translated into my flowers. Um, the nervousness of wondering whether somebody's going to come and chop down your plants translates into your final product. And um, so I, I recommend to everybody to, you know, to, to really try to comply and to further the legalization, decriminalization, and normalization of cannabis so that everybody can stop going to jail and stop fighting over whether you can grow one pound or two pounds. Um, and I would add to that that, <laughs> that you weren't a criminal, you may have been an outlaw, but you weren't really a criminal. <laughs> Thank you. I, 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 I hearken to like, uh, if you're familiar with uh, Ben Harper, he's a really great musician, and he traveled around with a band, his band for many years was called The Innocent Criminals, and they called themselves The Innocent Criminals because the only law they broke was smoking marijuana. That's and, the only law most of us break. <laughs> right, right. Except occasional speeding, maybe. You know? Um, so, so just remember when you're working on your garden, that attitude may not be everything, but it is certainly very important. Absolutely. Um, so I want to... All right. Ask, uh, yeah. yeah. Interesting stuff there and so much more to come. Uh, really had a, had a blast talking to those guys and trying to get to the bottom of the highest quality cannabis in the world. So I hope you guys will come back for episode 15 and 16 and whichever else ones we, we end up using some of that audio in because we had a great time doing that. Very cool. All right. We'll be back with the wrap. Hey, this is Willie Nelson for Norman. And I smoke pot and I like it a lot. I learned a long time ago that marijuana is a lot safer than alcohol. There's nothing wrong with the responsible use of marijuana by adults. It's time we stopped arresting and started respecting those who smoke marijuana responsibly. To learn what you can do to help, contact Normal at NORML.org or call toll-free 888-67-NORMAL. Welcome back for the episode 14 wrap-up. We had a blast here with you guys. I hope you guys did too. I hope you guys enjoyed that that seminar, that uh, panel that I moderated. Just wanted to say, you know, check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Check out our April issue of High Times Magazine. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. It's got this... Snoop and Wiz right on the cover with a yeah. bunch of weed. Very cool. Yeah, Snoop and Wiz on the cover. It's got all our uh, Amsterdam cam uh, Cannabis Cup coverage. It's got Radical Russ Belleville's article about the Box Canyon of medical marijuana. Tons of gross stuff. Uh, an article I wrote about the cup-winning strains of Amsterdam. All kinds of great great stuff in that issue and I think it's going to end up being a collector's item when you look at the cover and you see how well that that's been uh, selling for us so that's been great alright very cool thanks everybody check us out on Twitter check us out on Facebook get yep. some stickers listen to the show download it subscribe yeah download subscribe please do because that helps us get a gauge of how well we're doing out here and it helps us to just continue putting out more shows we're going to get better equipment and all kinds of cool new things happening. So stick up, stick with us. Thank you for listening to episode 14, and we'll be back with 15 shortly. Give thanks and praises to His Majesty for the good herb growing, you know?
Yeah. 